Thank you very much, Medilisan, for choosing our station. This is a new life program coming to you from Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. I'm your presenter, Samuel Mange. Today we'll be having a Bible story from the Bible in Living Sound. The story is about Belshazzar's feast. Thereafter, we'll be having Pastor Stanton with a spoon talk about when the extraordinary becomes ordinary during the Bible segment. To start off, here's a song, Sawati Yangu, by Kurasini Church Choir. Oh, 
It is now time to welcome the Bible in Living Sound to share with us. Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, was a man of great ambition, unlimited energy, a proud, dispirited monarch who, as the years went by, conquered Tyre, Syria, Moab, Edom. Even mighty Assyria fell prey to his victorious armies. As he added nation after nation to the Babylonian realm, he added more to his fame as the greatest ruler of his age. Hail to Nebuchadnezzar, ruler of the world! Nebuchadnezzar had a passion for building, and his signal success in beautifying the city of Babylon with its hanging gardens and very colored buildings and walls made Babylon one of the wonders of the world. This ministered to his pride and ego until he was in grave danger of losing his sense of justice. In mercy, God gave the proud king another dream to warn him of his peril. Scribe! Scribe! Where are you? I'm coming, Your Majesty, I'm coming. Long live Nebuchadnezzar, ruler of the world. I had a dream last night, and it frightened me. I am therefore issuing a decree that all the wise men of Babylon come before me, that they make known unto me the interpretation of the dream. Well, the king has had another dream and wants us to interpret it. His majesty is always having dreams. Mm. I hope he remembers this dream. <laughs> he does. All we have to do is interpret it. I'm sure that between us we can give his majesty a satisfaction. Bow the knee! His Majesty Nebuchadnezzar, ruler of the world, enters and sits upon the throne. Arise. I dreamed a dream during the night, and it troubles me greatly. Uh, tell us the dream, O King, and we will give thee the interpretation. In my dream, I saw a tree growing in the midst of the earth. It grew and grew until its top towered to the heavens, and its branches stretched to the ends of the earth. Flocks and herds from the mountains and hills enjoyed shelter beneath its shadow, and birds of the air built their nests in its boughs. The leaves of the tree were fair, and the fruit thereof much. All flesh was fed of it. As I gazed upon the lofty tree, behold, a watcher, even an holy one, approached the tree and in a loud voice said, Hew down the tree and cut off the branches. Nevertheless, leave the stump and the roots in the earth, even with a band of iron and brass, and let it be wet with the dew of heaven. Let a beast's heart be given unto it, and let seven times pass over it. This is by decree and the word of the Holy One, to the intent that the living may know that the Most High ruleth in the kingdom of men, and giveth it to whomsoever he will. This is the dream that I saw. Now make known unto me an interpretation. <clears throat> uh, the, the dream is very explicit, Your Majesty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what kind of a tree was it, Your Majesty? Uh, can you recall what kind of birds they were? Uh, built nests in the tree? You're, you're, you're sure, O King, that the band round the stump was of iron and brass? Enough and... of this idle chatter. 
Admit that you are unable to interpret the dream. Uh, well, <laughs> Your Majesty, it is an unusual oh, dream. Yes, <laughs> very unusual, Your Majesty. Scribe, Daniel is busy, but send for him. He will give me the interpretation. Oh, Daniel, master of the magicians, because I know that no secret is unknown to thee, tell me the interpretation of the dream. In my dream, O oh, Daniel, I saw and beheld a tree in the midst of the earth, and the height was great. The tree grew... This is the dream that I, Nebuchadnezzar, was dreaming. Now, O oh, Daniel, declare the interpretation thereof, for as much as all the wise men of my kingdom are not able to make known unto me the interpretation, but thou art able, for the spirit of the holy gods is in thee. You look troubled, Daniel, and distressed. Because of the dream's interpretation? Daniel, let not the dream nor the interpretation thereof trouble thee. No, King. The dream be to them that hate thee, and the interpretation to thine enemies. The tree that thou sawest, O King, is thee. For thy greatness is grown and reachest unto heaven, and thy dominion to the ends of the earth. Go on, Daniel. Please. The tree was cut down, yet the stump remained in the earth, even with a band of iron and brass. It was to be wet with dew, and his portion was to be with the beasts of the field till seven times pass over him. The interpretation is this, O king. This is the decree from the Most High, that they shall drive thee from men, and thy dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field, and thou shalt eat grass wet with the dew of heaven. Seven years shall pass over thee, till thou know that the Most High ruleth in the kingdom of men, and giveth it to whomsoever he will. The stump with the roots thereof was left. Thy kingdom, O king, shall be sure unto thee, after thou shalt know that the God of heaven rules all things. This interpretation is sure. O king, let my counsel be acceptable unto thee. Break off thy sins and thy iniquities by showing mercy to the poor, if it may be a lengthening of thy tranquility. I will consider the matter, Daniel. Time passed. Scribe, Babylon is a beautiful city known far and wide for its beauty and magnificence. Who made it so? You did, O king. And who is responsible for the growth of the Babylonian Empire? Uh, thou, uh, thou alone, O king. <laughs> One year from the time of his dream... King Nebuchadnezzar was walking in his palace and proudly exclaiming, Is not this great Babylon that I have built for the house of the kingdom by the might of my power and for the honor of my majesty? O King Nebuchadnezzar, to thee it is spoken. Thou shalt be driven from men. Thy dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field. Seven years shall pass until thou know that the Most High ruleth in the kingdom of men and giveth it to whomsoever he will. What was that? Did someone say something? <laughs> Who are you? Get away. Get away. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> me, 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 me. Me, go. Where's <laughs> your captain? No, 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 you come here. His majesty has gone insane. We must get him out of the palace before anyone finds out. Hungry. Grass. For seven years, Nebuchadnezzar lived and ate and slept like an animal 
for seven years. He was an astonishment to all his subjects and humbled before all the world. <laughs> Hungry. <laughs> Then was Nebuchadnezzar's reason restored unto him. Recognizing the divine hand in his chastisement, Nebuchadnezzar made a public proclamation. Once I was a proud monarch. Now I extol and honor the king of heaven. I was a tyrannical, overbearing ruler. Now I shall try to be a compassionate king. I defied and blasphemed the God of heaven. Now I acknowledge the power of the Most High and shall earnestly seek to promote the love of God and the happiness of my people. From experience and in humbleness I plead with thee, be not proud, and take not glory to thyself, for therein lies sure destruction. I hope that you've indeed enjoyed that story from the Bible in Living Sound. Remember to send us a views, comments, or questions about this program. Write to the producer, Adventist World Radio, PO Box 42276-00100, Nairobi, Kenya. Our email address is awrnairobi at ek.adventist.org. Let us now listen to Kurasini Church Choir with the song, Mioyo Yetu. Oh, oh, oh. 
Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. I hope they're enjoying the show from wherever you are. It is now time for the Bible segment. Join me as I welcome Pastor Tantan. Hello and a very warm welcome. Today we are going to discuss a very interesting topic. Under the caption, when the extraordinary wants to be like the ordinary, let us pray. Father, we thank you for this opportunity. We ask that you please speak to our hearts as we listen to you. We thank you, for we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, would you turn with me to the book of First Peter chapter 2, verse 9. It's a very common verse that many of us can say of head. It reads, First Peter chapter 2, verse 9 says, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Brothers and sisters, as the text says, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a special, a peculiar people into the sights of God, that he has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light when the extraordinary wants to be like the ordinary most often as christians we don't know our worth our quality as christians we don't know how unique and special we are we tend to copy things from this anti-christian society around us this word that is full of all kinds of ups and downs we tend to copy these things we try to be like those people in the world not knowing how unique and special we are. I'll give you a scenario from the Bible. You see, not many people in the Bible's birth were prophesied, were foretold. 
one of the major characters in the Bible who birth was foretold that we all can point out to was Jesus Christ. And that's our major and our example. Christ's birth was foretold. It was told that he is coming. Christ will be with us. God with us. God will dwell with us. However, there are few individuals in the Bible who birth was foretold. If your birth was foretold alongside Christ Jesus, that means you have a special and a peculiar purpose to accomplish on this earth. That's why your birth was foretold. If you look through the Bible, we find one of those individuals who birth was foretold was Isaac. In Genesis, the Lord told Abraham, you're going to be the fathers of many nations and I'm going to give you a son. And Abraham was so anxious about this son, even his wife Sarah brought his, uh, their maid so that this son can be able to come. But that was not the son God was talking about. God was talking about whom? Isaac. Isaac birth was foretold. And we see through Isaac how the word or how the, the lives of the children of Israel was transformed. Through Isaac came Isa and Jacob. And from Jacob, Israel, came the 12 tribes of Israel. And these are examples today that we find ourselves. Also, there is another kind of individual who birth was also foretold, who had a peculiar purpose. That was Samson in the book of Judges. Can you remember as you flip through your Bible? You see, Samson's birth was foretold. This child you're going to bear, my lady, please, he should be a Nazareth. You shouldn't cut his hair. You shouldn't drink strong drink, for he will be able to deliver the children of Asia from the hands of the Palestinians. That was how Samson's breath was foretold. Samson had a peculiar purpose. But as we reflect and look back on the story of Samson and see how Samson's life ended, there's a big question mark when the extraordinary wants to be like the ordinary. Samson was told not to go and to marry from the other land, from the foreign land, from the Palestinians. Samson, because of love, according to him, he saw someone want to marry. His father and his parents tried to convince him and talk to him. But Samson couldn't listen because Samson felt that he was a man. Today, like us, we feel that we have grown. We feel that we know everything. Inasmuch as in the church, we have been told not to do these certain things as Christians. Yet... We say we want to try. You see, for my own self my own observation, I've seen that there are two kinds of individuals we find today. Those people who just hear and believe, and those people who say, in as much as I've heard your story, I want to also try and see how it is. So we go and jump into it and see how it's like. I'm going to say something would be like that, was like that. Something was told not to go and to marry from the foreign land. Because of that one mistake Samson made, several other mistakes followed. Today, as Christians, we are told not to do certain things, how to preserve ourselves, how to look up to Christ as the author and finisher of our faith. Yet, we want to jump into the world. We see our friends outside there. We want to be like those people. We want to be like them, forgetting that we are a royal priesthood, a peculiar people, a holy nation, that we were called out of darkness into Christ's marvelous light. Today, my dear friend, wherever you are, how this message is reaching you, it is my prayer with strong conviction that as you go through your daily Christian life, you will remember that you are a special person, that you are peculiar to Christ Jesus, that you were, you were bought with his blood. For God so loved this word, for God so loved me, for God so loved you. That he sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to die for you and I, just to save us. Christ came and he called us out of darkness 
into his marvelous light. Brothers and sisters, my dear friend, you are a royal priesthood. You are a prince. You are a king. For a person like Samson, whose breath was foretold alongside my Savior Jesus Christ, and seeing how Samson ended being killed, asking God for his last strength, my dear friend, May we not follow in the same footstep as Samson's did, knowing that we are peculiar to Christ Jesus. May we look up to him as the altar and finisher of our faith. I leave you with these words of Christ, that he who has begun this good work in you is able to see you to the end. May the Lord help us. May the Lord strengthen us as we look up to him. For once comes our help. Let us pray. Dear Jesus, we thank you for today. We thank you for your word at this moment. For there is no other moment like this that your word was needed. It is my prayer, O Father, that you help us in our own weaknesses not to copy things of the word and to be able to know that we are peculiar, we are royal in your sight, that you lead us into eternity. Help us, O Lord, and let your name be glorified in our lives. For we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. We have come to the end of our show for today. Please send us your views, comments, or questions about the show by writing to the producer, Adventist World Radio, PO Box 4276-00-100, Nairobi, Kenya, or email us through awrnairobi at ek.adventist.org. I've been a host, friend, and presenter, Samuel Mang. Until then, stay safe, stay blessed.